Watching this week's NC Spin. Now here is Kay Kaiser. Hello, well that's good. This is Art Divine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard. And Jim Reed. And Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam. And greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Edda is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. For the nocturne, we send as... This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Lightman, WPTF News. Good evening, I'm David Sherrill. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Gale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Raley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Garden Report. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Tom Kearney here. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike Ann and Rufus. We're back on WPTF and uh, Mike Rayleigh here along with Rufus Edmonston and uh, Johnny Coley, an extension agent in uh, beautiful person in Granville counties and Andrea Lane, our mountain correspondent from the Burnsville from Mitchell County area. And uh, love hearing from you this morning. Uh, Back to Gloria in High Point. Uh, Gloria, I, I do not remember where we were going. Were we still in Colfax? Well, well, they had given me some ideas. Okay. Curve appeal. Gotcha. And I want to redo the walkway up to the house. Right now, I have Leviathan, just things that, you know, take care of themselves. Sure. And I've got a new neighbor, and she needs 
help, so I was going to split my uh, leviathan, the bigger clump, and offer her some out near the mailbox or a planner just to be neighborly and help her have more than just shrubs in her yard. Is it too late in the year for me to do that? I wouldn't think for Lariope. Uh, I think you could divide it just about it's any time. very, very uh, hard. It's a very tough plant. The main mm-hmm. thing is keeping some water on it once it's transplanted. Yeah. Um, you know, okay. keeping it, you know, not not too much, but, uh, yeah, keep it sort of evenly moist through the summer. Okay. I can do that. All righty. You guys are so helpful. I listen to you on TuneIn. Thank God I can get you clearly up in High Point. Yes, ma'am. We are glad you're listening and, and glad you're part of the family. Yes. Okay. I'll let you know how it turns out. Yeah. What'd you say, Andrea? I was pleasantly surprised to hear somebody, you know, calling from way out. In yeah, well, yeah, Greensboro. Yeah. yeah, we we have a lot of listeners in, in the Greensboro area. I've picked the station up to Statesville. Going yeah, west, right uh, as far as out in the states. Yeah, really. and with uh, of course uh, wptf dot com and tune in radio, things like that. Uh, you can mm-hmm. you can certainly listen, and we have podcasts that uh, you can can get on uh, if you have Apple or uh, Google Podcasts mm-hmm. or at wptf dot com. You can listen to past shows. Okay, yeah, sure. You can listen to yourself uh, whenever it's. I, you know, by the end of the, by this afternoon, you can sit back and listen to yourself if you want to, Gloria. Okay, so I just tell my smart speaker to play the podcast. Uh, I, you know, I haven't tried that. <laughs> I haven't tried that, but uh, I, I guess theoretically, if it's if uh, Alexa is a program to do that to play. WPTF podcast. I'm not sure how. Remember how that works. I'd have to. I'd have to I'll look at the app. WPTF podcast, or do I say North Carolina? I mean, Weekend Gardener. I'd be doggone if I know. I've got. I would have to go home and try that. I haven't. I, I don't like listening to myself, so I, I haven't done that. But I, you can, you can tell Alexa to, um, you know, play WPTF radio, but. I'm not sure about the podcast. I know if if you have uh, if you have Google if you listen to podcasts on Google or Apple, you can uh, you can find us. I have a Google Home Assistant and I have Alexa, and I'm listening to you on Google now. All right. Well, you can try it and see if it will play the play a podcast. uh, But I'm not sure how that works. Is there you know like 700 episodes that they that they have? I think. Wonderful. I'll just have a ball then, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Boy, you could really overdose on that. I can't. I thank you so much for the help. Thank you, Gloria. Appreciate you being a part of the show. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Richard is with us in Raleigh. Hey, Richard. Well, I got a, a couple items, including tomato report, but the uh, and first one was uh, Monica mentioned coffee. Well, how do you know when a preacher is ordering coffee? You got me. Well, they they ask for a little sin a man in it. Sin a man. Sin a man. Do you uh, do you do you write these or or or, or do you have a joke book? You don't have to be on your own. No. Uh, uh, well, uh, in leisure time, you're far better uh, invested in uh, comedy than. Uh, 
uh, the misery in the world. Well, that's, that's right. That's right. That's what this show is for. Not necessarily comedy, but to maybe take your mind off. Yeah, of relieving misery. Yeah. And by yeah. the way, Richard, those pictures that you sent of those plants are just gorgeous. Yep. And, uh, well, our neighbor uh, in Moorhead City is uh, on city council, and uh, she's an avid gardener and thoroughly enjoys uh, the publications that are bring down to her. The yeah. weekend gardener. Yeah. And... Uh, so the, the the reach for the the show and the institution is great. Well, it's uh, somehow hung on all these years. I, I'm I, there's nobody more amazed than I. Well, Mike, you're actually an audio monument. How about that, Rufus? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Has anybody monument. ever called you a uh, monument? No. <laughs> a radio monument. And, uh, anyway, I've got a rockhead. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, uh, Rufus always talks about Gordhead. So Gordhead. Now, yeah, Gordhead. There have been several references just this morning to your head. Now, the profile from the tomato, <laughs> and now this. <laughs> I mean, what what could you, more could you want in a in a show? I know you get a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and hopefully a lot more gardening. Although we do. With me driving, we are all over the place, and we're driving fast. Well, so far, uh, yesterday, I uh, had the first uh, harvest of uh, uh, one sun gold, and it, it, it made up for all the labor. It was so good. And this year, I'm growing a Bella Rosa, Colic Brandywine, Amelia, Red Snapper, uh, the sun gold, Cherokee Purple, and a uh, uh, primo red and some unknown volunteer that showed up hmm. hey you may have a new variety that could be the richard variety <laughs> yeah i haven't heard of primo red what what's that supposed to be uh it it's supposed to it's uh one of the dwarf heirlooms which is supposed to have a flavor a lot like the uh cherokee purple Hmm. Well, that's a winner then. Yeah. But my, my uh, determinate plants are ending up uh, getting to the size of uh, indeterminate. Uh huh. Boy. That's me. I'm I'm indeterminate. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> but uh, the, the other question I had was uh, uh, I've got a, a, a perennial hibiscus and it sur- survived the uh, the freeze. I had it uh, pretty well insulated and covered. When can I expect to see the uh, the blossoms on it? Well, I've got one, Richard, that is just barely now even showing the green sprout coming up, and then a couple other varieties called Annabelle. I believe it's Annabelle, mm-hmm. Johnny. Mm-hmm. They are going to be blooming in at least a week. Oh, great. That's a real popular Yeah, That's a variety. hydrangea, Annabelle hydrangea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, we're talking about hibiscus. Hibiscus. Okay. Maybe I've got it wrong, but it's close to Annabelle, the the hibiscus. Yeah. Yeah, there is an Annabelle hibiscus. hydrangea that, yeah. that's yeah. very popular. Yeah. I think of the hibiscus, but um, yeah, hibiscus. It's going to be warmer. Usually, it's probably going to be in July. Um, before they they bloom, it's usually usually in you know midsummer. Mm-hmm. Especially as cool as it's been this year, with them coming up probably a little bit. Maybe a little bit later. Um, so yeah, I would say 
you know, probably mid first mid July, uh, you'll start seeing those in bloom there a little bit later. Great. Well, it's, it's been a uh, an unusually good year for uh, the the day lilies. Uh, I, I had any success in uh, having them blossom. So sometime in the past, somebody on the show mentioned uh, blood meal. So I used some of that on the roses and on the lilies with spectacular results. Mm-hmm. Yeah, phosphorus. Uh, a lot of our soils in this area are, are, are lacking phosphorus, and that does help, help also, set blooms. Also, Richard, on day lilies, you should divide them about every three or four years. Yeah. I, I, I let mine go, and I, I, I just sort of have to replace them because they get so knotted up with, with other daylilies. But mm-hmm. if you would divide them every three or four years, you would find that they would bloom a lot, a lot better. Yeah, make a great gift for a neighbor. Yeah, about, about the time uh, Steve recommended to put the cow manure uh, around the roots, uh, well, something else came up, and, well, you know how that goes with the garden, the, the, be- the best intentions of man. <laughs> so the... For yeah. now, the uh, blood meal seems to have solved it, and, but the rabbits have really uh, mm-hmm. gone for the marigolds, which are my companion plants for the tomatoes. And uh, I, I think when I leave the nursery with uh, marigolds, the, the, the telegraph must start <laughs> going. Hey, they're on the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, no by way. the by the way, I, I found a, a tropical hibiscus Annabelle Lee. Okay. So I guess uh, that uh, whoever named that one is a that's Ed, what I'm thinking. Of. Edgar Allan Poe, yeah, fan. Uh-huh. It's tropical. That's a tropical one. Yeah, okay. Richard, you, you're speaking of marigolds. I assume that there's still the elusive white marigold. As I recall, years ago, no no one had yet bred a white marigold. Now think of that. It, and I see Johnny wondering. I don't believe anybody no, yet. No, not a pure white cream. A, There's a cream a pure color. Pure white one. marigold. Like, uh. yeah. Remember years ago, uh, Purdue uh, chicken producer used to brag that they fed their chickens marigolds. Yeah, I do remember <laughs> that. Uh, yeah. Somehow that that made it better. Yeah. <laughs> supposed to make the yolk richer. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Make it more yellow. Yeah. Yellow. Yellow. Seeds. Yeah. Of carotene, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <yeah. clears throat> but, well, uh, Richard, I appreciate you calling. All right. Well, y'all have a great one, and uh, thanks for trying to turn us all into successful gardeners. All right. We've, we'll turn you into something. There's always <laughs> a metamorphosis <laughs> going on here. All right. Y'all have a great one. Thank you, Richard. All right, bye. Bye. William is in Beaufort. Oh, air, oh, William, wow. the air traffic control. Yeah, time. William. Ah. Uh, do we have we, William? Do we? Have, oh, yeah, he's <laughs> uh, he's on the. There we go. Air, hey, William. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you now. How are y'all doing this morning? Good. Oh, Good. fine, fine. Oh, I, I wanted to come join the show, but uh, I had to uh, enlist the uh, professional opinion of the tomato man, Mister Gerald Adams, this week. Oh, okay. He's going to be on the show in a couple of weeks. Yeah, he helped me out. I got a the brown the the, uh, the uh, fungus is going haywire down here on my zoysia. I had a, a patch about uh, twenty by thirty. It just just wiped the whole backyard out. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and uh, I've been putting. Uh, he told me I sprayed it with uh, 
put headway down on it the first year to try to, you know, knock the fungus back. And Gerald said to put some uh, heritage SC to spray it instead of doing the granular. So I'm spraying it every 15 days now, so hopefully it'll come back. It's not dead, but it just looks terrible. I mean, is it? Uh, it it's getting full sun and everything, huh? Yeah, it's getting full sun. It's wow. Just, uh, oh, we've had so much rain and humidity, and then the, the weather's been hot and it's cold hot yeah. and cold so. oh yeah well that yeah that's that's pretty tough yeah. on oh, you like a lot of hot. things yeah. Mm. yeah and then we've been getting a lot of black scale on the plants i had to get some nemo to, to try to knock that back uh the leaves are just covered with it yeah good good summer weight oil is yeah. is yeah. good yeah for scale yeah mm. yeah I, I, this first time i've seen scale on the plant though in three years uh, I mean, it's, it's a it's a definite uh, challenge to landscaping down here than it is in Raleigh. <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet it is. Uh, the, you know, it's the windy, uh, the salt air. Salt yeah. It's just yeah, uh, it's, I'm sure it's a real challenge. Uh, things like Indian hawthorn and uh, black pines, uh, pitosporum seem to seem to yeah, yeah. seem to yeah yopon seem to thrive Yopons. at the beach but yeah. boy I'll tell you it it's a real real tough road to to deal with them yeah well I picked up a state had a uh, fair at the uh, downtown Beaufort and they come out with uh, coastal North Carolina plant this instead and then they have another with coastal landscaping a guide to their native plants so I've been going through that to see what I can change out make it easier on me yeah that, that's one of their public their, their publications that they that the extension yeah, service yeah, puts out yeah right is that Carteret county extension service that published that yeah Carteret. well actually north, north carolina state that put it out oh okay it's, uh, All right. somebody yeah. up in raleigh uh, north carolina state up in raleigh yeah well that's uh that's it's good to have <clears throat> I mean, people really try hard i know down at topsail to uh, some do, and some some just uh, don't have time to mess with it. You got to be down there all the time <laughs> yeah, regular, to, yeah. to to really have anything grow properly. But the you know you can having the palms down there. You have some palms, yeah. Yeah, we got the uh, palmettos. So we got four of those at the house. Yeah, they're doing well. I, I fertilize them twice a year, and they seem to be liking it. Well, that's uh, good. But the big thing is the pH. Last year, my pH was like six point five. And this year, seven point six. I mean, the, wow! The shells, the shells are decomposing so fast. I guess in the ground, yeah, it just drives the pH up. Yeah, uh, wow, that is that's good. It's up a there. constant fight. By the way, is oleander still very popular, William? Yeah. Oh yeah, I've got two beautiful oleanders on the side of the house. They're blooming. One white, and one uh, like a pinkish red color. But well, those things used to get killed down a, down around the Wilmington area, even. But uh, I, you know, I think it's generally uh, we're we're not getting quite that it's cold, cold for yeah. extended period. Although we in December, around Christmas, we, we really had some cold weather yeah. that hurt yeah. some hurt some plants. But yeah, oleander is uh, ah, that can be a, a really pretty plant. Yeah, Tony even had yeah. some over the NC State Fairgrounds. Uh, he had grew he grew he grew yeah. some oleander over there because right. he had a microclimate and uh, did did real did real well. But normally around here we get a little too cold for the yeah. Oleander. That's uh, not not. I've, too I've I've tried before and talked to several people. Yeah, and just on a sustained basis, I haven't found anybody yet 
that's got a stand of oleanders that's 10 years old. Yeah, yeah. We always, wow. uh, again, in the, had the nursery, had people where they'd go to Myrtle Beach for a vacation, and they come back, they want they wanted oleander. Oh, yeah, oleander <laughs> and palm trees. You can oh, yeah. can grow windmill palms Windmills. very easily yeah. around here. They they thrive, so. Uh, I got you, one about to yeah. carry my house off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they get they get right big. Well, uh, the, year before, the year before back, the frost kind of took the oleander down. Uh, it turned the leaves brown, but I just cut it back. It jumped right back in the mm-hmm. springtime. Yeah. So it's pretty hardy down here. Yeah. Well, but, William, uh, we always uh, love hearing from you. I saw the uh, the, the uh, likeness. You're really famous now when you got your own stand-up. Sweet. So. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you're right up there yeah, with now. Yeah. <laughs> No, Rufus is on the top of the mountain. <laughs> I am at the bottom of Everest. Well, my, my only difference in mine, William, I'm holding a chair wine in one hand and a cigar in the other hand. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It looks like a biscuit to me. You're right. It is a biscuit. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I, I haven't yeah, seen yeah, a, a cigar. A, a chair wine and a biscuit. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. What 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 Jim Graham biscuit was it? Uh, very. It was. It was a cat. A cat head biscuit. Yes. Yeah. But it didn't. It didn't have any. Anything. No. In no it. bologna in it. Yeah. Unlike that. <laughs> well, one thing they do have down here. I haven't found it up in Raleigh, but down here they have fried bologna sandwiches, which is amazing. I haven't had that since I lived up in the country. That is. That is yeah. good eating there. Yeah. Take that piece of bologna and cut, and cut, cool. cut a little whole little slice. Slice in it to so keep it from turning up into a yeah. circle. Yeah. 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 That's oh, right. Yeah, yeah. there's a little pastor that serves fried bologna sandwiches. <laughs> That's making me hungry. I might have to eat that for lunch. I haven't had a bologna sandwich. I haven't had fried bologna. Yeah. All right. It was good talking to you guys. Great talking to you, William. I just wanted to hop in there. All right. You take All care, right, bud. Take care. Yeah, call us again soon. Andrea, do you like uh, bologna sandwiches? Um. Yes. Sure. They eat those now, in Pennsylvania. Now, She's now, originally from Pennsylvania. Now, I so want to know, Andre, have you ever really eaten a bologna sandwich? Of course oh, she, I have. She has. Have you Absolutely. eaten a fried bologna Part sandwich? Part of my childhood. I've never eaten a fried bologna fried sandwich. Fried. That's, That's the only way to eat it. It's yeah. very hot dog-like in yeah. flavor. Oh, yeah. yeah. It sounds good. Yeah. I'll have to try it. Fried bologna sandwich. Well, we're talking about you have to, to eat. If you put a, a slice of Bologna on a, a in a frying pan, it'll curl up like a cup. Yeah. But you want to cut the edges, start in the middle, and cut out about four. Just don't don't cut it off, but no, uh, to keep it flat. Yeah. Yeah. It okay. won't curl up. Be sure to take the, the right. plastic off the edge too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah do that. Get that stuck in your teeth. So nine uh, one. We, we have a. Go ahead. We have a bacon um, masher that keeps the bacon flat. I bet that'd work well on the. Bologna yeah, yeah. That might be an overdose. Bacon and bacon <laughs> and bologna on loaf bread. Uh, we'll talk more about this and other things coming up on uh, WPTF's Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayleigh here. It's ten thirty, I believe. Yeah, that's that's what the clock says. Ten thirty. <laughs> Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF. Mike Rayleigh here along with Rufus Edmonston and Johnny Coley and Andrea Lane. Uh, we uh, continue to, uh, as long as I'm doing this, uh, Ann Clapp's name will be uh, on the show. And, um, you know, 
she meant so much to us. People have asked about Anne. She has uh, had some severe medical problems um, the last few years, and uh, she she had to uh, leave the show last. It's been over a year now. She last May, and uh, you know we miss her every show. We really do. So uh, her name. Mike Ann and Rufus, uh, that will be on there as, uh, as long as I'm doing the show. What an honor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she honored us by giving us all of that uh, information. I mean, you know, you don't find people that smart uh, who are willing to, to uh, like Rufus and, and Ann, who are willing to come in and do a, a radio show. And, and of course, you and, you and Andrea, too, are smart folks. Um, but Ann, uh, you know, had a doctorate in chemistry. and. Yeah, yeah, taught textual chemistry and, and all of that stuff, and she, she was, uh, she is, um, you know, uh, uh, really. When you know, when she was at her height, she was able to uh, to uh, be with us. Uh, uh, you know, she started really slowing down, but she could just you couldn't get a word in edgewise when somebody asked a question not that i knew anything but you know, we had others in here other gardeners uh, professionals in here and uh she just eclipsed everybody yeah, and she had just taken she had you know she just took it up she was a master gardener she she just absorbed everything just any kind of knowledge that photographic memory like gary dornberg used to have so uh yeah, yeah. so we honor her by uh Keeping her her name on there, and uh, you know, in a lot of other ways, talking about her as much as we can and uh, her great contributions to the show. But uh, uh, for those of you, we don't mention it every week. But for those of you who wondered, Ann uh, had to, had to retire from the program uh, about a year ago, so that's why you haven't been hearing her. And uh, of course, she was she had slowed down a lot. She still liked to come in and and do the show, but she didn't say a whole lot. All right, um, back to Steve. Steve, I, I, I guess Richard spurred something. He mentioned daylilies, so it, he must yeah, have. my ears perked up. Yeah. If I had been from Andoria, my ears would have turned towards it. Yeah, there you go. So so can you answer his question or comment? No, it's just that he said something about dividing the daylilies. Yeah. Uh, and it sounded like he used some dirty manure. Because he said he had other plants come up beside his daylilies. Is that what you heard? Um, I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure. I've never had a a bonus. I've never had anything like that happen when I do mine. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to advise him that if he doesn't want to dig up the whole plant, he can look for an offshoot and with a sharp shovel just slice down and pull off... uh, you know, four or five fans at a time, and then and then uh, put cow manure in that hole and pack dirt back around it and water it in. I've heard Ann talk uh, about uh, that with uh, with iris too. You don't have to dig the whole clump. Uh-huh. Up. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that's good advice. Yeah, Rufus, yeah. You're, I see you're uh, thinking over there. Is that yeah. is well, that now, something you have yeah, done? Yeah, I've done that before. I, uh, I've been very guilty, Steve, though, of, of having. Some daily to plants in the ground without touching them for over 10, 12 years. That's fine. I mean, it, it, it depends on what kind of impact you want. Some people like to have huge clumps, especially during shows and conventions, because they, they give prizes away for the, 
the the most uh, the largest clump in bloom. Mm-hmm. So there are people that let their clumps go for a while. Uh, I'm on the other hand. I like to keep my clumps uh, reasonably small, and I like to share. So you know, it's one of those things that the, the two of those things work well together. What uh, you know, I made the statement. To William about dividing every four or five years is that about right, Steve? Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, if you if you're gonna, they, they, we do a yard, we do a plant sale every year, and so some of us divide every year and just bring back uh, bring the clump down to a more reasonable size, um, and that way we can share and keep the clump of uh, you know. It, it, so you don't stomp on Protective. it, or you you don't you don't have a problem with uh, with uh, clo- you know crowded conditions. Yeah. Were you going to comment, Andrea? Uh, no, I was just okay. Reiterate target. Ta- yeah, yeah, gotcha. Okay. Like, well, Steve, I, pr- I just thought I'd throw my two cents worth in. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, Thank um, you. By the way, we have had deer trouble this year. Yeah. Really? I'm a and it does. It did. Uh, you can tell where they nibbled, but they didn't eat. Yeah. You know, they kind of. They back right I off. I was out there watching, and I actually saw one walk up to a bud, chomp down on it, and spit it out. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh. Wow. A real gourmet. <laughs> And then he walked away. So, you know, the whole idea is to turn them to somebody else's garden. <laughs> there you go. That's like right. Japanese Thank beetles. You, yeah. All right. Y'all have a good I'm still listening to you. Thank you, sir. What about Japanese beetles, Rufus? Send them to somebody else's yard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah. don't put you, those your bags. Your neighbor's the traps. And yeah. said, don't put those bags in your yard, those yellow bags. <laughs> or as Cliff Joyner would say. Oh, I'm glad we're getting to Cliff. We didn't get to him last uh, week. A year from now, you may wish you had started today. Think about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so wow. like growing a tree. Yeah. When's the best time to plant a tree? Yeah. Today. today. Yeah. When was Ooh. the second best time? Yesterday. Yes. <laughs> oh, really? 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Teresa just sent, sent me a photo of... Uh, a oleander in her yard that is is blooming. Okay, oh, whose yard is that? I think she's a little. She's down around Fuquay. Okay, okay, yeah. So, oh my uh, goodness, our friend Teresa. Yeah, with souped up cars. Yeah. Oh, so that's an oleander growing here in Fuquay. Wow, yeah. wow, that's yeah, that's a. Well, congratulations, Teresa. Well, she's a good gardener. How about that? Appreciate it, uh, Teresa. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Before we go to Judy, I want to tell you about uh, Black Cow. Uh, Steve just mentioned it. Uh, add a little Black Cow or or uh, good organic matter to your uh, daylilies or whatever else you grow. Every time you buy a bag of Black Cow, you're helping the environment. The process helps to repurpose manure, so it's environmentally friendly and beneficial for your garden and lawn. Black cow contains up to 10 times more nutrients and microbes than garden soils, and it helps to retain moisture, too. And your lawn and flower beds and vegetable gardens will be off to a great start with black cow. Everything grows better with sun, water, and black cow. For more details, check the website, 
blackcow.com. And as Ann used to tell us, those cows just don't know how to spell because they use a K to spell cow. So blackcow.com is a great website. So uh, check that out. And there, there are many products. All right, uh, Judy, good morning. Hear me? Yes, ma'am. I can hear you fine. Okay. I have a four-year-old grandson in Beaufort, North Carolina, that is having a birthday, and I want to give him a plant, a vegetable plant that he can watch and and grow and and, uh, be proud of for his birthday. So what would you recommend beside a tomato plant? Yeah, well, you know that tomato plant is so com- that's the most complicated thing you can give the poor child. Yes, we've tried four or five times and we've given up. So, would you say a, a green bean or a, a zucchini plant, or what could he do that? Zucchini. Oh, as I'd long say as he has space for the zucchini, zucchini or or cucumber. Cucumbers are good. They're they're very prolific and um and, and do well as as also. So yeah. One of those. And then I have a, a, a story about bologna. My brother is a veterinarian, but, but in his pre-vet um, years, he had to go to Chicago to work for Swift & Company in their plant, in their uh, uh, processing plant. And uh, his job was to take the pituitary out of the pig and throw it into a bucket, and then on and on and on, because this was an assembly line. And he said, Judy, if you, uh, he said, if you knew what was going into bologna, you would never eat it again. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. A little pituitary oh. a day keeps the doctor away. <laughs> oh. oh, Judy. Yeah, yeah. I just... And that's why we choose not to know. Well, yeah. I was yeah. I was sure hankering for a fly, fly, fly bologna sandwich. <laughs> but, uh, no, I don't, I don't know. I have that pituitary on my mind all day, isn't it? I didn't mean yeah. to spoil it. Dead gum, Judy. What's, what's your uh, gr- what's your grandson's name? His name is Colton James Fulford, and he lives in Beaufort, North Carolina. All right, we're, we're going to sing uh, "Happy Birthday" to him. Maybe William will will join along. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Colton. Happy birthday to you. Now, Andrea is, uh, was was slightly behind us because she's in this <laughs> well, digital, yeah. digital delay. Well, you know, it's, yeah. But it just, yeah. you know, that's harmonized. So, that that's harmony. right. Yeah. So happy birthday <laughs> to Colton. Thank you. And uh, how would I get that to him? Because I'm sitting here in Cary. Uh, with my phone and uh, oh gosh well you can you can have him you can find it it would be on the third hour of today's weekend gardener podcast and you can find you should be able to find that at wptf.com okay and then um, if you have if they listen to google to google podcasts or apple podcasts you can you can search and and you can subscribe to that and and you can listen so he should be able to hear it i appreciate your help well, well, i'm uh, imagining if he's a kid he knows a lot more yeah he, he probably <laughs> uh, he probably knows all that anyway yeah four year old four years old or not huh. that's great by the way don't forget uh, on, on tomato don't give up on that sun gold uh, any kind of little cherry tomato Oh. They're they're not nearly as difficult as say trying. Yeah, to cherry do. a little uh, something like a sun gold uh, would be uh, yeah, very cherries, easy for him to grow. Cherries are easier. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll do the cherry thing. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. Hey, right, thank you, Judy. Bye. Bye.
And hour number three, I am told by our producer, Jason, will be up by 1 o'clock today. So right. after 1 o'clock, you should be able to listen to all three hours of, uh, of The Weekend Gardener. So 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. You know, the folks at Wild Birds Unlimited are always giving, and they, they have a little prize for you. If you're interested, and certainly you are, uh, they are uh, giving away a squirrel buster feeder and sunflower chips. It's all from Wild Birds Unlimited, uh, drawing to be held held on June 19th. So uh, good luck, and uh, that's that's a nice, nice prize. Just go to WPTF.com and uh, watch the, you know, the colorful and singing birds come in and uh you know the squirrels are are pretty smart but they can't figure these out very well they might get some residue but i've had i don't think it's a squirrel buster but i've had uh, a couple uh, i have a newer one this is a cylinder feeder that uh, it's spring action mm-hmm. and if it, you know an animal's too heavy there's some birds that try to get on it and they they're too oh, heavy yeah. so it just depends on how uh, you attach the spring there's different settings, and uh, it works really well. Now they can they can chew on that metal or whatever all, but the what the cylinder I have, you know, it's out on a big pole and it hangs out a distance, and they can't they can if they get to the cylinder if they crawl out there like a tight wire artist and get to the cylinder they fall off. They just they say well just they, love heck, that. they heck with it yeah it's funny funny yeah. to watch but uh, these. These uh, squirrel-proof feeders work pretty well. So they're going to give you one. Go to WPTF.com for that. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. It's 1048. I thought uh, that you needed to hear somebody who could actually sing after our rendition. (laughs) It threw me off so much, I gave you the wrong time. It's actually, uh, I was going to say 1048. I said 1028, so I hope nobody panicked. But it's 1053 right now. And uh, you know that bumpy, uneven road uh, that you've been dealing with here and there around the state of North Carolina? Uh, It takes a toll on the vehicle suspension and other things. It's... um, it's uh, more than annoying. It can cause uneven wear on your tires, which uh, reduces the life of the tires. It's, you know, it's a good idea to have the alignment checked at King's Auto Service, but don't stop there. Get a lot of get them to check the car over. Get them to rotate the tires, uh, balance the tires. You're a whole lot safer if you get your tires. Tires and brakes. That's what the boys on the weekend mechanic used to say. Tires and brakes, you got to have good ones. 
And for those of you currently driving a hybrid vehicle like a Toyota Prius, they have at King's Auto Service, I'm not kidding, certified hybrid technicians. And they can check out that high-voltage battery pack for these very complicated vehicles. And, uh, you know, the, the batteries do go out, these battery packs, and they can be pretty pricey. Uh, they do go out, you know, hundreds of thousands of miles. Maybe 150000 is the average. So call Kings on Monday and schedule a courtesy battery analysis. Now, you can get your regular old battery in your car, your, your non-hybrid car check, too. Kings Auto Service, <coughs> easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at kingautomotive.net. King's Automotive Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. And Mary Ann is, is with us. Mary Ann, good morning. Good morning. How are you? This We're morning? wonderful. I hope you're well. Oh, I am. I am. Good. Uh, this morning I was uh, driving and I heard the woman talk about the peonies. And I'm from Pennsylvania, originally Pennsylvania. I've been here for over 40 years. Well, so is Andrea. Andrea Lane, <laughs> who's on her? with us, is originally from Pennsylvania. What part of Pennsylvania are you from, uh, Mary Ann? Pittsburgh, outside of Pittsburgh. What about you, Andrea? Uh, the Philadelphia suburb. Philadelphia. Oh, okay. Other side of town. Yeah. <laughs> Other side of town. I'm a Steeler. I'm a Steeler fan. <laughs> well, so are we. We are a Steelers house. Oh, how about that? Okay. 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 So you uh, you have success with uh, peonies. I bet they are a little happier up there. They are, well, I brought them here. They they're really happy here too. All oh, good. Except, yeah, all except when it gets too hot. The yeah. peonies do not thrive well. Yeah. They do yeah. not, yeah. And, no, like and humidity. I have the white ones in particular, and uh, they are really from my mother, my uh, my aunts, and uh, my mother-in-law. So I have variety. And um, this morning I was um, multitasking, re- eating breakfast, reading, and listening to your show. Good. And I, <laughs> get, I get the Echo Times, and it uh, comes on um, once a week. On, on the, the, through the mail on Friday for me, so I have something to read on Saturday since Raleigh Times not doesn't give out. But anyway, uh, there's an interesting article, uh, Peony and Tree Problems, and you were talking about it's a fungal disease caused by botrytis peonie. Mm-hmm. It is often called gray mold because of the gray fuzzy spores that grow on the infected plants. Mm-hmm. And it says next spring you should spray the plant with this with a fungicide that is labeled for botrytis every week from the time the new growth uh, starts coming out of the ground till they bloom. That's what it says to do. Mm. But um, uh, I thought that was quite interesting because I love peonies is one of my favorite flowers and they are absolutely beautiful. This year has been fantastic and I have um, given a lot out to my neighbors and different uh, folks. So uh, I hope the lady has success with her peonies, but I thought it was interesting. And it's on uh, pay. It's in the home section if she wants to get the Epic Times. I'm sure you can get it in some of the stores. Uh, home section, and it's on um, page D5. Now, what what is the publication called again? It's Epic. Epic, Epic Times. Times. It's a Epic. newspaper. Oh, Epic Times. E-P-O-C-H. Oh, E-P-O-C-H. Oh, okay. Okay, epic gotcha. Epic that kind of epic. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And it's good. It's very interesting. It's different things, especially they have the home section. Uh-huh. And it is really interesting. And they talk about various problems, all different kinds. 
uh, not just for plants, but anything else. But like now they have free plants, uh, the secret to success propagation. But that, but the peony and the tree problems was really interesting. They yeah. tell you how to propagate it too, how to how to take care of it. Have you have a picture of uh, the peonies? Well, I appreciate you passing that along to us, Marianne. I know. I love a peony. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, thank you so much for your program. I thoroughly enjoy it and uh, all the hints that you give to us. Thank you so much for being a part of it. Okay. God bless <clears throat> for many years. God bless you. God bless you. Okay. I mean, Joe the Bouncer okay. said he enjoyed the Tams. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye, Marianne. Yeah. Yeah, I had to throw in um, some of the Pope brothers. To get us get us going, uh, so somebody could sing. You know, Joseph Pope had that raspy voice, but he could he could sure sing. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, it was uh, no other sound like that. So uh, we're out of time. We only have so, time to say goodbye, Andrea. I hope you will join us soon, and uh, let me know when you you can join us. And and we got Johnny set for August and and. Brother Rufus will be with you next week, and I will be too. We'll be in Lillington at J.E. Wumble's, kind of an institution in Lillington. Everybody have a wonderful, safe weekend, everybody. God love you. All right. Bye-bye.